0: hey what's going on guys my name is barry and this is the who watches this podcast hit the theme music oh yeah theme music <laughs> what's going on guys i know you guys are asking Hey, Barry, where's Kobe? Well, we have decided to bring you a new little program in the middle of the week, which we will be releasing at least two episodes a month every every other Wednesday. That way you guys can listen to our sultry voices more than once a week. (laughs) And so the idea behind these little sub episodes are they're not going to be about movies per se. Oh, God, did I really just say per se? What have I become? (laughs) Well, no, they're they're not going to be about any particular movies for the most part. We're actually going to be doing little essays for you guys as just to hear our thoughts and where we're coming from. When when we decided to do this podcast, we wanted to show people or like at least let people listen to the ideas of why they should give other movies a second chance Or what today's topic is about, give foreign movies another chance. So I hope you guys enjoy these little sub-episodes. We're going to try to keep it under 30 minutes. So it's going to be a a fairly quick listen. I don't know where you guys are at in the world. uh, But hey, you're stuck somewhere sometimes. So (laughs) I hope you guys can enjoy these little, I want to say, intellectual depths of ours. Is, is that what is that a good way to say it? I don't know, <laughs> but I hope you guys can enjoy this. So today's episode of our little essays is going to be called the uh, subtitles, the one inch barrier. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with that term. It was Bong Joon-ho, winner of four Academy Awards, that said that if people can get over the one-inch barrier of subtitles, that people would be able to open themselves up to a whole new, amazing world of cinema. Now, every time someone asks me for a movie recommendation, I always ask what they're into, but I also ask if they mind subtitles. And the usual answer, they say they don't want to read a movie. Now, unless you're reading a script, then you're not technically reading a movie. But I think every time I hear this response, I die a little bit inside because I feel like so many people miss out on amazing experiences of different types of movies in foreign countries. Now, the thing I like about foreign films is that it doesn't treat its audience like they need to be spoon-fed information. They don't finish the puzzle for you, but instead help you about 80% of the way and let your imagination fill in the rest. They want you to contemplate more on what you've seen, and that way the movie has, has a bit of a longer-lasting impression rather than it being a fleeting moment. Now, for the most part, Americans have been acclimated to movies that have resolutions by the end of it, but let me ask you some questions. When a movie doesn't have a clear-cut resolution, how long does that movie stick in your mind? Do you find yourself more anxious to talk about it with somebody? Do you find yourself looking online for theories or explanations just to justify your lingering thoughts? I know I've done that a bajillion times and I know you have to. Now let me ask you another question. When a movie has resolutions by the end of the film, how long does that movie stick in your head before you move on to the next thing? Besides like statements that you could have where you're just like, oh, how cool or that was fun. Does it make you feel anything else? Now in another episode, you'll know that I said not every movie has to be a masterpiece. So you can't say, especially with the episodes of this show that I only like masterpiece art house type of films. That's not true, but I'm just saying that you have like, sometimes you got to like expand your horizons and let yourself feel more things. <laughs> now, What I like about Foreign Films, again, is that the directors have visions for their projects and their goals are to make you feel something significant rather than the -the run-of-the-mill happy ending. It's to tell a story that takes you somewhere rather than where you were expecting to be by the end of the film. They stir up these emotional responses to make their audiences feel what they were feeling when they wrote this film or what they envisioned for this film don't get me wrong American cinema has started to do this as well but it's been in very small doses because they're still worried about money and screen test movies that might not be intended for the target films thus degrading the film to a shell of what it was supposed to be and possibly ruining it beyond repair I mean there's still a ton of you out there asking for the Snyder cut and they've finally listened four years later so (laughs) I I'm pretty sure you guys know where I'm coming from now I know I mentioned Bong Joon-ho the director for Parasite at this at the beginning beginning of this Um, but this movie this essay was not brought upon because of Bong Joon-ho but if you haven't seen Parasite watch it and you'll realize why it won four academy awards but what brought upon this essay was the movie burning which was a highly praised south korean film that won a couple of accolades at khan's festival or festival de khan's in 2018 it led to winning other awards as well but uh, there are a whole bunch of like stuff i don't know Um, Maybe one day I'll be invited to them and that would be really awesome. (laughs) But that movie led me to write this essay because after watching Burning, I was left with so many different questions and so many different emotions. I was asking myself, what really happened? Was that the resolution that I was ready to accept? Spoiler alert, was she really gone or did she go into hiding? Did Steve Yuen of Glenn fame from The Walking Dead, did his character really murder that girl or was he just so oblivious to the lower class lives that he never questions if they ever just disappear? There are so many things that went on in this movie that I had to watch it, I had to re watch it three times which is a total of six plus hours just to see if I miss something. Burning left me with questions that will never get answered and emotions that angered me. I was left feeling so empty from the first viewing that I just had to lie still for about 30 minutes processing that movie before I could go about the rest of my night. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a fun time to a lot of you, but you, there has to be some of you that watch movies just to cry and watch movies, obviously, just to laugh. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't go into this movie just so I could feel empty at the end of it, but I appreciate the mastery and the artistry of the director, the writers, the actors that were able to make me feel this type of way. And so one of the awesome things too about foreign films is that it gives you insight to different cultures and different perspectives, how their everyday lives are and how they view the world. I mean, we're all the same people, but our struggles are vastly much more different than the rest of the world. What's normal to us is foreign to them and vice versa. And I think that's interesting to see how we could live on the same planet yet be so different. I think this is one of the important factors when watching foreign films. It teaches us culture of it teaches us different cultures, even if it's in small doses. But it educates us to other how other people is, uh, how other people's lives are and everything like that. So. If I was too lazy to read subtitles, I think my movie tastes would be as bland as vanilla ice cream. I I, I don't know what's really bland to people. <laughs> reading subtitles while watching movies, it's, it's, it's going to be hard for the first couple rounds. But after that, your brain learns to read slash watch, and then you stop even noticing you're reading the subtitles. If you guys take away anything from this essay, It's that give subtitle movies and shows a chance. You might be surprised by how good a film is when it doesn't treat its audience like a child. You'll be more surprised when a director respects your intelligence enough to be able to process these type of movies, this type of message, to want you to delve deeper into all of these things where... It's not just a bunch of random cars blowing up or or a hot chick. And if you've listened to the rest, if you've listened to our episodes, you know how much I love hot chicks and boobs. (laughs) But all in all, I just want to say that I feel like if people gave foreign movies a chance, they would see a whole new world of comedy, of thrillers of horrors of suspense of romance they would see how other cultures live and be able to understand them just a little bit more um trust me growing up as a minority in america has led to me hearing some very insensitive comments sometimes Uh, i mean fear factor used to use a street food from the philippines as one of its challenges was it gross Um, As an American, yeah, but as someone who's lived in the Philippines before, it's just a part of that culture. And all in all, I think that's one of the most important things about foreign films and opening yourself up to them. You know, not only does it teach you different cultures, but you get to see their world. You know, how many times have you watched Lord of the Rings and think wow the landscape is so beautiful it makes you want to go to where they film it which a lot of people do they they do those Lord of the Ring tours where they walk to morador <laughs> and it gives those countries tourism money and and it gives them people that want to explore their country more and so i think that's what's important i i know some days You just after work, you just want to put something on where you don't have to pay attention, especially if you have kids. Uh, The younger they are, the more uncontrollable and wildly they are (laughs) that they're running around the house and you just want something on the background. But if you want to give yourself a treat and give foreign movies a chance, I feel like you will find how much you like them now for me my country of choice when it comes to foreign films has been south korea for the uh, the longest time uh but hey don't you know i do love me some european films those are awesome french films there's a whole bunch of the french people have a, a had a huge exploitation movement a while ago it's very shocking um if you guys have never seen irreversible or irreversible (laughs) i'm i know i'm saying that wrong um france um i'm sorry (laughs) uh you know but those movies were were done really well uh but right like as of the last couple years i've been really stuck on south korean movies i think they have an awesome way of telling stories especially their thrillers in their horror films it it plays a little bit different uh i love japanese movies because of how outlandish they can be um especially their gore ones if you've ever seen baseball versus zombies or suicide club uh tokyo gore police uh yeah it's just there's there is a good amount of movies out there that will fit everyone's taste um I used to love Filipino movies. Uh, Unfortunately, of the last 20 years, it hasn't been what I was enjoying for the most part. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, now I'm just, the essay is over. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm (laughs) rambling. Uh, I'm just letting you know what my preferences are. Uh, But, yeah, definitely give give yourself a chance to watch a foreign film as somebody if they can recommend a film for you to watch because i could tell you all the films that i like but it's like telling me it's like me telling you where to go for your vacation i don't know you (laughs) but if you guys want my recommendations please hit us up on our twitter down below hit us up on our emails if you want recommendations and if you guys do end up watching those movies please email us back i want to I want to read your response on the show before we start any show, any regular episodes, or I can read them on our letters or our essay episodes, just like this one, uh, because I, I love sharing my love of film with anybody who's willing to ask. So if if you guys want some really cool, uh, thriller suggestions or horror suggestions or comedy, Please just hit us up and I hope you guys enjoyed this new segment that we're going to start uh, because we're going to try to keep doing it every Wednesday. So that way you guys get us on hump day. <laughs> uh, you know, I kind of want Colby here just to re- just to just to reply to my terrible, terrible jokes. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, hit us up on our email or Twitter Everything is down below. If you guys want recommendations, I will be more than happy to do so, but I will ask you what type of movies you do like, uh, before I hit you with any recommendations. I don't want to hit you with anything too hardcore. And you're like, that guy's not really good at recommending me movies. They all upset me, (laughs) but I hope you guys enjoyed our new segment. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I want to give a shout out, uh, You know, unfortunately, right now we don't know who's watching, but I do get to see the stats on who's been listening. And we got a couple listeners out in Colorado, New Jersey. We got one from Albany, New York. What's up? Uh, (laughs) If you guys want us to shout you guys out at the end of the show, please, like I said, email us or hit us with a tweet and I will do so. Um, Thank you guys for joining the show. My name is Barry and this is who watches this. If you guys want to check out who does our theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. Uh, Her band camp is down below. It's called Arcade Montage from the Music for Podcast 3 album. Thank you.